Welcome in to the Fantasy Football Fathers Podcast, where only one of us is an actual father and none of us are priests. My name is James Dreer. I'm joined here by Tyler. Big Herbie Herbach. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. What up? And Trey. Sneaky Fingers Jose. What up? What up? How we doing? How we doing all? If you haven't already, hit us up on Twitter at the FF Fathers today. We have a special Sunday fun day mock draft. Can you feel that draft? <laughs> Yeah, I can feel it because you've been begging for us to do this. So, <laughs> I, <know. yes. laughs> I have. It is draft season. We are here, man. We're here. We're halfway through August, and the season is uh, among us. It is preseason. Football has been played. Every team's played at least one game now. What are your early uh, takeaways from the, the preseason? Uh, I don't take away shit from week one preseason. <laughs> ah, the, the Raiders look fucking amazing. I, I will give you... Four words, two names that summarize preseason for me. Romeo Dubes. Dobbs. Have some fucking respect. <laughs> and George Pickens. Dude, his toe tap was nice. Yeah. Both of them look really good. These are guys that we've been telling people about. <laughs> and now it's just coming to fruition. And uh, it's really exciting. What about Drake London? Have you guys seen anything like he seemed like he was a little lackluster from how much um, we liked him? Well, I mean, you know, he doesn't really have a quarterback throwing him the football. So get the fuck out of here, <laughs> Marcus Mariota. It, honestly, I will say this: I know it's preseason, but did you see how many times Marcus Mariota ran the ball and how good he looked running the damn ball? Well, it's cool. He plays quarterback. He's supposed to throw the ball. That doesn't do shit for oh, Drake fuck London. You. you know, we like quarterbacks that run the ball. Yeah, but they also have to pass it a little bit. And he will. I don't know. You just answered your own question, though. Like, if Drake London's underwhelming, it's because Marcus Mario is running too much. Dude, it's the scheme. They're scheming for him to run. Anyways. They're not scrambles. Romeo Romeo, and George. That's all you gotta know. All right, that's the preseason for you. And Mariota. <laughs> <laughs> Today, we got a mock draft. Let's get into it, right? Yeah, randomized order. We still haven't figured out where we're drafting this time. Last time we did preset um, positions to kind of give you uh, an idea of three vastly different drafting positions. This time we're going to random it. We're going to randomize it. So uh, we will not know until right. Oh, hold on. Don't do it yet. The mock draft we're doing is 12 teams. 12 half teams. Half PPR. Yes, half PPR. Your standard uh, one flex one quarterback, two running backs, two receivers, and a tight end. Five bench. Don't forget the most important, defense. <laughs> oh, yeah. Defense and kicker are out there. Not really kicker, well. but, yeah, defense. So if you're still doing that, um, I guess we'll help there, too. Are you single-handedly trying to destroy my <laughs> in-season segment? Stinky's defenses of the week. Yeah, if no. your team has a defense. Oh, man, I love it. Listen in this season, because I got you all season. Trey will have you covered. Now we're randomizing. Oh, I got four. Oh, we just did it? Yeah. Yep. Oh, you bastard. You got 10. I'm all the way back at 12. So Jim, four. Stinky Fingers, 10. Uh, Tyler at 12 at the turn. So that's interesting. So uh, you guys will be way back there. Um, and I will start at the front. Actually, the four spot's interesting for you though, because that's like where the real debate comes in on what, on whether you're going to take 
what running back or if you're going to take like a Cooper Cup there. So it'll be interesting what you do. Your, your second, third, and fourth round to me are going to be really interesting. I've done some mock drafts out of like the four to six position, and I get stuck in positions where I'm like, uh, the guys in that area and that projected ADP, I do not like them at that ADP. It seems too high for them. But we all have our own preferences, so I'm curious who yeah. you're going to go with. We will see what happens. Um. All right, let's start it. Yeah, do it. Oh, I'm nervous. Come on, pull the gun. All right, we have started. We are kicking off here uh, at the 101 goes Trish, Christian McCaffrey. Uh, then we got Jonathan Taylor at two, Dalvin Cook at three. And so that's kind of the interesting question right now at the beginning of your drafts is who's your 101, Christian McCaffrey or Jonathan Taylor? Jonathan Taylor. It has For- to be Jonathan Taylor, yeah. I mean, I, it's too hard to rely, rely on McCaffrey's health right now. He's missed major time last two seasons, so. Um, for me, like as far as upside goes, it's Christian McCaffrey right now at the one one. And the reason I say that is I think Jonathan Taylor, um, is not going to score as many touchdowns this year. I, I think his, his number is a, a bit, uh, inflated better quarterback. I think we're going to see that number come down. I think we're going to see more Naeem Hines. So if both of these guys stayed healthy throughout the course of a season, I would assume Christian McCaffrey would outscore Jonathan Taylor. Interesting. I can get with that, but the safe pick, Jonathan Taylor. Sure, the sa- the safe pick is Jonathan Taylor. So now the the question is, is interesting here at number four is: Do I go with one of these elite wide receivers, or do I take Derrick Henry or Austin Eckler or Najee Harris? And let me just say this: There are. I understand the arguments for Cooper Cup and Justin Jefferson. I think both of them can have elite separator years this year. I'm still going running back heavy in these first rounds if I can, especially earlier in drafts, uh, just because there are receivers I like um, in those dead zone running back rounds. So right here, the real question is Derek Henry or Austin Eckler. I'm actually going Derek Henry. And this is a redraft league. I get it. He got hurt last year. He's a big dude. Um, but I get it. He got hurt last year. He's a big dude, but, um, I'm not worried about that. I think Derrick Henry comes back. We saw the usage before the injury was absolutely insane. There could be even more of that on the horizon here with, you know, some of their big playmakers like AJ Brown, no longer in the mix. This team is going to ride Derrick Henry until the wheels fall off. And I'm going to go on that ride with them. All right, well, now it's my pick, so shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's uh, let's cover the, the picks after that. So number five, uh, pick number five went Cooper Cup, then Justin Jefferson. Uh, then we saw Austin Eckler go seventh, Najee Harris go eighth, Jamar Chase go ninth, and now Trey's up at ten. Uh, God, I hate this year drafting. So, uh, <laughs> so my choices tough spot, tough are uh, – yeah, it's tough. So it's either Joe Mixon, DeAndre Swift, Nick Chubb, Alvin Kamara, Saquon, Aaron Jones. Man, if you don't say Saquon right one more oh time. God, Saquon. Bro, like, go home, practice it, <laughs> write it down. Uh, I was looking at it wrong anyways. ADP-wise, it. it's Joe Mixon, Devontae Adams, Travis Kelsey. I'm not taking Travis Kelsey in the first. Uh, DeAndre Swift, Stephon Diggs, Nick Chubb, C.D. Lamb. I'm not, God damn it. Uh... So at this point, I'm going to probably go no running back because I am not really high on DeAndre Swift or Nick Chubb this year. Idiot. Yeah, to each their own. 
So I'm going to take Devontae Adams at the 10th pick of the draft. All right, so Trey goes Devontae Adams at 10. We Whoa. go CeeDee Lamb. CeeDee Lamb at 11. That's... At 11. All right. Uh, Can you say it? Idiot. In case you're wondering, <laughs> that's a little high for CeeDee Lamb, in my opinion. Um, yeah. But, Tyler, you're up now at 12. That kind of opens the door for you to do some interesting things. What are you thinking at this spot, at the turn? I left you mixing just so, to see if you I know. take it. I know. That's the thing. Is I assumed you were taking Mixon, so now that changes my Baited mind. Him. Um, I w- normally in the 12th spot, I'm heavily thinking, you know, kind of no running back going receiver receiver here, but I don't hate the uh, the backs that are available. So I think, I mean, you have. Let's just break this down for the people: Joe yeah. Mixon, DeAndre Swift, Nick Chubb, Alvin right Kamara. Yeah. <clears throat> um, I think I'm gonna go with Mixon. Position your mic a little to the left. That one. Uh, I'm gonna go with Joe Mixon here, and then ha ha ha. And you know, I think I'm. I think I'm gonna stick with the running backs here. I think I'm gonna go running back heavy to begin. I again, I like who I have available here, so I think I'm gonna go with Nick Chubb. Okay. Ugh. So you passed on the pass catching back and a half PPR draft. Like you went with Nick Chubb instead of DeAndre Swift. Like, what's your opinion on that? I mean, I've seen more production on Nick Chubb in general. Plus, I mean, who whatever's going on in Cleveland, they're going to have to rely on Nick Chubb if Deshaun Watson's not there for most of the year. All right, then uh, Team 11 went Travis Kelsey, so they got CeeDee Lamb and Travis Kelsey now um, at the 202. Trey, you're up now uh, at the 203. Oh, God. Why is drafting so hard this year? That's the last time I'll say that and quit complaining. But so right now it's suggesting I draft DeAndre Swift. I am not sold on DeAndre Swift. I made a Twitter post about it the other day. I I just I do not understand the high ADP for him. I really but, don't. Okay, but you're here at the in the second round. Yes, you're not in the first round anymore. Does that make you feel better about taking DeAndre Swift? No, it doesn't because I like I like Saquon Barkley and Aaron Jones more than DeAndre Swift. Okay, hmm. interesting. Just so the people know out there, I would take DeAndre Swift here. <laughs> I know. I, apparently, it's an unpopular opinion on how I feel about DeAndre Swift. It's, I understand super athletic, and he's produced when he gets the opportunities. I just, I really don't see it. I, I will gladly miss that boat, honestly. Even if he does uh, hit like people think he's going to, I don't think he's worth even this high second-round draft pick. So I am probably going to take a risk here. Oh, I was going to go zero running back, but kind of like you, Jim, there's a lot of wide receivers I like later in the draft. So I am going to. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> Make the pig. Five seconds. We are all. Fuck it. I'm taking Saquon Barkley. Okay. At least he almost said it right. Uh, Trey <laughs> takes it. Saquon Barkley or whatever he calls him at the 203. Then goes Stephon Diggs at the 204. DeAndre Swift, 205. Aaron Jones, Alvin Kamara, Tyreek Hill. Now your boy Jim is back up here at the 206 or 209. I'm, I apologize. Um, already took Derrick Henry in the first round. <clears throat> so I'm looking at the board here. And uh, for me... Right now, at the back end of this second round, um, especially since I already took a running back, Debo Samuel is becoming an automatic pick for me right here. 
I like him more than Mike Evans. I like him more than A.J. Brown. Um, I like him more than taking a Leonard Fournette or, or another running back like that because he has that wide receiver one upside. Like he could legitimately finish as the wide receiver one. He probably should have last year, but Cooper Cup just had a insane season. Um, as the Debo in his own right. But if you compare Debo's numbers to the wide receiver one historically, he beat those numbers. So like he legitimately should have been the wide receiver one overall last year if it wasn't for a crazy season by Cooper Cup. So I love taking him at the back end of the second, pairing him with Derrick Henry. Um, two guys, if they stay healthy, should absolutely dominate for me. Um, after that went Josh Allen, then Mark Andrews, Kyle Pitts, uh, A.J. Brown, Leonard Fournette, and Javante Williams. So now I'm sitting here again at the 304. I have Derrick Henry. I have Debo, Debo Samuel. Um, two athletic freaks. Automatically here I'm thinking, you know, there's Mike Evans sitting there, Ezekiel Elliott, James Conner, Keenan Allen, T. Higgins. Uh, but for me, I, I got to take the running back that I like the most out of this group right here in this next tier, and I'm taking James Conner. Idiot. <laughs> Trey hates on James Conner so much. James and- Conner and DeAndre Swift. I'm telling you, I am going down with that ship this year go, it go is not it. happening yeah so the opportunity for me he's clearly the best running back on their on their team and they use him a lot so um i expect another big year from james connor um the only thing for me is like i'm taking a lot of injury prone or at least they have that label players right now derrick henry not so much but coming off the injury still i i'm liking my team so far uh after james connor me picking James Conner went Mike Evans, then T. Higgins, Ezekiel Elliott, Keenan Allen, Cam Akers, and now Trey is up again at the 310. Yep, and from where I'm picking from, I'm going to pick again in five picks. And right now I'm looking at Mahomes, David Montgomery, Justin Herbert, Brees Hall, George Kittle, Travis Etienne, who I personally am not that. <laughs> Etienne. <laughs> is it Etienne? Yeah, it's Etienne. Whatever, man. People, <laughs> you understand who I'm talking about. Who else has yeah. the French last name? Okay. We, yes, we understood it for sure. You guys just waste all my draft pick time with your stupid, <laughs> stupid ass laughs. <laughs> Fuck off, dude. So, yeah, th- these are the guys that are recommended to me. And uh, to me, honestly, it's a no-brainer. Someone I'm really high on this year who should be one of the few lead backs without much of a running back committee is Dave Montgomery. So I'm going to take him and round out having two majority backfield running backs. So I took Saquon last round. I'm taking David Montgomery right now. All right. Uh, Trey went David Montgomery. I like the pick. Some people are kind of down on Montgomery for some reason. I don't really understand that. But um, probably because he's not the you know the shiniest uh, tool in the toolbox. But he gets <sighs> the job done. James Conner, dude. A little more shiny. Uh, Justin oh, Herbert went right after David Montgomery, and now Trey or Tyler is up at the three twelve on the turn. Yeah. All right. So obviously, I went running back, running back with my first two picks. So I'm clearly looking at pass catchers on this one. Um, I'm not really leaning tight end. I know we have George Kittle and Darren Waller are both still available. That I'm just not leaning. I think you can hold, wait on tight end, so I'm not going there. I'm definitely going receiver here. Does Brees Hall interest you at all? No, I I already grabbed two running backs. So I'm definitely going receiver. Or Travis Etienne. 
No, again, I already grabbed two running backs. I really want to stick with the receivers here. Don't fucking look at me when you pronounce that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, and I'm probably going receiver-receiver here. So, who I have available to me right right in front of me, I have Terry McLaurin, Deontay Johnson, Michael Pittman, DJ Moore, uh, Jalen Waddle. Uh. DJ Moore is just so scary all the time. Yes, he is. Four touchdowns last year. He'd be more reasonable in, like, the fifth round. Yeah. The ADP his, seems his price high. always feels high to me, you know, and for what you're getting. Anyways, uh, Tyler? All right. So, thought process here. I I don't like Terry McLaurin um, in Washington this year, not which cards wants to throw into him. So, I'm going Deontay Johnson, even though, you know, the quarterback situation there isn't great. Um, I think he's just a really talented receiver who's going to end up finding a way of getting open. And we honestly saw some promising things in the preseason Steelers game from the from the quarterback position. So yeah, that's true. I wasn't totally like uh dismissed from that, you know, like yeah. it was better than I even expected. So So, second pick, again I'm going receiver. And now I'm really tempted to go with Jalen Waddle. But that worries me because he's a number 2 receiver and you have guys like you know Michael Pittman right there who's clearly number 1 and probably has a better quarterback in Matt Ryan even though he's old over uh Tua. So, I'm leaning Michael Pittman here. Um it's a tough decision. I think that's uh really just an opinion based one. Yeah, yeah, preference. But I prefer the number 1, you know, the true number 1 spot guy or the Jalen Waddle who clearly is number 2 guy after Tyreek Hill. Yeah, I think you made the right decision there. I would for me it was pretty easily Michael Pittman right there. Just because he's the number one dude on the team. Um I'm a little worried about Jalen Waddle and how he'll get diluted into this offense, but uh I love Michael Pittman. Honestly really like your team so far. I would just take uh Swift over over Chubb there, but hey, that's just me. Uh Brees Hall goes right after Michael Pittman to team eleven, who's having a pretty interesting draft so far. They're relying on a rookie running back to be their RB1. I like Brees Hall, but um, definitely been burned on that myself in the past. Uh, <laughs> Clyde got him. Stinky fingers, you're up at the 4.03. I would also say I love your last two picks. Deontay Johnson and Michael Pittman are surefire this year, in my opinion, especially Michael Pittman. I'll be honest. I almost like him. I do like him more than Deontay Johnson uh, just because he doesn't have the competition. Yeah. And he has a worthy quarterback, but Deontay Johnson has proved himself, I think. So he, I think he's surefire no matter what. I'm in a weird gray area, in my opinion now, getting into the beginning of the fourth round of the draft. I don't like drafting quarterbacks as high. I already talked about how I don't like Mahomes. That's my recommended pick right now from Sleeper. After that, it's George Kittle, Travis Etienne. <laughs> well done, well done. Terry McLaurin, Darren Waller. I love Darren Waller, Raiders fan, but he's been injured, and he's also battling a hamstring injury right now. I'm avoiding him this year. Um, Antonio Gibson, I don't like him. DJ Moore, we already talked about it. Jalen Waddle, iffy. DK Metcalf, I mean, I'm scrolling down, and I'm getting into like a weird, weird spot here. And I really think I might drop down and reach a little bit and go for Mike Williams. Son of a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) That's my inclination after going through all these players. J.K. Dobbins is interesting, but he's also, he's still recovering. So I would rather just take someone. Oh, fuck. (laughs) 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 So Trey. We can't go back. Trey was talking a little bit too much. Took Antonio Gibson. 
Um, you could I, change my pick, right? I want Mike Williams. <laughs> Hold on, dude. What am I supposed to do? You can't pause it. I don't see it. All right. So yeah, I'm settling with Mike Williams. Is who I am drafting. A bit of a reach. I probably went what, according to what the ADPs were and what it was suggested by Sleeper, I chose him probably 14 picks before I should have. But you heard the players that I named. And I think he'll he will outperform all of those players that I named. It's also one of those things though too, like if you believe in a guy who's go- is going to, you know, be the guy this year and like have a boost, and you in his ADP is fourteen head, he would have been gone by the time you got back to you. So you kinda have to take that reach if it's a guy you really believe in. Yeah, that's a great point to make, honestly, because um yeah, if I wouldn't have taken him, what that would have been yeah, literally uh, 18 picks later, I would have w- would have hoped that he fell to me, and he probably wouldn't have him. Yeah. So like, you gotta take you gotta take the risk. He definitely would not have because I would have drafted him. Uh, <laughs> oh. I love Mike Williams this year. I just traded for him in Dynasty. I traded away uh, Elijah Mitchell and Kenneth Gainwell um, for Mike Williams, but I also have Justin Herbert. So now I got the stack there for life um and i'm pretty excited about it so well that's a whole nother story he basically yeah he trade raped our friend's wife it's fine we'll just move on it happens you know what i mean that's life um Uh, i don't know what our friend's doing not being a very good no he was negotiating for her the whole time so i outsmarted him and his eight concussions and her (laughs) well Uh, who was was the running back you were trying to negotiate for uh damian pierce damian pierce exactly and that's how i knew that our friend was involved and not just his wife. And I was just like, come on, man. She doesn't know who the fuck Damien Pierce yeah, is. Yeah, keep your goddamn mouth shut. She still had Chris Carson on her team. Yes. She tried <laughs> to trade me Chris Carson. Anyways, all right. Patrick Mahomes <laughs> went right after Trey's Mike Williams pick, then Terry McLaurin, George Kittle, Travis Etienne, and then Darren Waller. Now it is my pick at the 409. Uh, currently on my team, I have Derrick Henry, Debo Samuel, James Conner. Um, so I'm kind of looking at best available between running back and wide receiver right now. Uh, I, I don't feel compelled to pick a quarterback. I think one of them might fall, uh, to me here in the fifth round. If I want to take someone like Lamar, Kyler, uh, or possibly a Jalen hurts probably won't get back to me at the six Oh nine. So might be compelled to take him in the fifth round. I've uh, consistently had Jalen hurts in the sixth round in 90% of the mock drafts. I've yeah. Been. I love him in the sixth. Um, you usually don't have to reach him for him in the fifth, but if you're sitting here somewhere at the beginning of the draft, it is a risk um, betting on him getting back to 609, 610, 611, 612. Um, but right here, honestly, I'm going to take the best player available, in my opinion, and that's Cortland Sutton over Jerry Judy. Correct. Over bitch. <laughs> it's really, really pissed off. And you know, that's that's okay because uh, we're here to play. I love Court and Sutton this year. Uh, I've been saying he's my number one guy in Denver. He will continue to be. Um, I took him over guys like Jaden Waddle, DJ Moore, DK Metcalf right here, Antonio Gibson, Josh Jacobs. Just so the listeners understand, he... Oh, you went down about 10, 11 picks as far as um, suggested ADPs Correct. to pick him. So I was really hoping he was going to fall to me, but that, sure. that was a wish list. Um, I, you know, I don't pay a ton of attention to ADP in these beginning rounds. I really like to just go after like the guys that I like. Um, so 
Um, speaking to that, in this next pick here at the 504, I'm kind of looking at what's available. You know, Kyler Murray's sitting there, Elijah Mitchell sitting there, J.K. Dobbins, um, Allen Robinson, and I might surprise you guys, but um, here I'm going with the best player I think at this spot, at least the best opportunity plus talent, and that's going to be Allen Robinson. Okay. Oh, wow. I'm surprised. I am that surprised. Seems real, I think, isn't his ADP like in the eighth round or ninth round right now? No. <laughs> they come up? He, he oh, was going to go in this round probably. Yeah, he's going in the fifth, uh, sixth maybe. But um, someone else there is probably Elijah Mitchell that I would take, but um, I've been kind of getting scared away with a lot of the training camp news and, you know, the typical Shanahan, San Francisco, let's play, you know, 15 different backs. So um, it's getting more and more scary there. I, I, I don't know how much it's just going to be the Elijah Mitchell show in San Francisco. So, Robinson's ADP right now is 65. So a little early, early is all. But I, that's it's sure, right. But he's not getting back to me. No, he's not. And it's the same point that I mentioned with, with Trey's pick. Um, but that shows that his ADP is clearly rising. I think when we did our NFC West division and talked about him, I think at that point his ADP was in the eighth round. So he's he's rising. To me, Allen Robinson, I could just see him having a huge year. Like yep. he has so much to prove. Last year, agreed, like, wasn't a talent thing; it was an effort thing. And now he's got a quarterback. He's got an offense. He's got everything he needs to really excel. So. And he's not going to be the focal point of the defense. Right. No. Which is probably the biggest thing that people are really high on him about this offseason. Right. Right. He's he's a guy, like we've talked about before, he's shown he can be a number one receiver. Now he gets to be a number two receiver. And just excel at that. Yeah. Um, J.K. Dobbins went right after my Allen Robinson pick. Then Jerry Judy, Brandon Cooks, Elijah Mitchell, and Dalton Schultz. Now Trey's up at the 510. I'm up here. I know that... Uh, Chris Godwin, what well, he is out for the first six weeks or something like that. What, how does that work? Uh, no, not yet. I mean, it, it hasn't officially been determined what's going to happen. He's hoping still to play. So, well, I'll be honest. Grabbing Chris Godwin in the fifth round feels like a major steal. Gra- grabbing him as my wide receiver three, that that seems like a great steal. I mean, guys, I'm looking at right now that are suggested to me: Amari Cooper. Kyler Murray, Joe Burrow, Marquise Brown, uh, AJ Dillon, Clyde Edwards-Helaire, Jalen Hurts. But like I said, we're, uh, right now I'm at the end of the turn. I'll pick again in five picks. So I'm basically tr- choosing someone who I hope that the next two teams don't want to choose. Basically, the computer and Big Irby over here. And I'm just gonna I'm just gonna take Chris Godwin as my wide receiver three because I know even if he misses the first six weeks, he um. I will be with the draft receivers in later rounds that can fill that void. So Chris Godwin as my wide receiver three. Uh, team 11 took Marquise Hollywood Brown um, right after that. Then now it's Tyler Big Herbie Herbrex turn. There. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that actually kind of sucks. I was going for Hollywood there um, You know, with, with Hopkins being out the first six weeks. I think it's a pretty good spot to take Hollywood, so that kind of sucks. And I'm in a position... Um, you know, I got my top two running backs and receivers already on the board, so I get to go with kind of the best player available who, you know, in my rankings, um, which is kind of tough. Um, Amari Cooper is right there, and I don't like that. Um, we're in a spot where there's just 
it's a lot of a lot of interesting things happening right right here. So it's the gray area. <laughs> I know it is. Dude. It's gray. It, it, you're right. It is gray. I just don't know where to go here. Um, it's definitely not Amari Cooper, which is funny that everyone's like, even the computer's like, no, nah, we're not doing that. Um, don't do it. I've been saying it all off season. If you've been listening, I'm not. Don't, gonna, I'm not. I, I know it. you're not going to do it. But I'm talking. I'm talking to the listeners. Okay, Irby, <laughs> p- figure out who Yo. you're going to pick. Right. Okay. Don't do it to yourself. This this gets to don't the point where do ADP it. doesn't matter. Like get get the guys that you like, right. even if they're down the list a bit. You know what I mean? But just because the, like some list is telling you to go take Amari Cooper, but you really like Amon Ross St. Brown, go take Amon Ross St. Brown or right. go take you know whoever it is that you like, Rashad Bateman, whatever. Dude, um, but based list. off your own gut and research, yeah. make your picks off that, not someone else's list. I could list six receivers I would take before Amari Cooper right now, and apparently he's <laughs> the highest-ranked ADP yeah. Receiver. Anyways, Irby, take it away. No, you're, you're good. So I think here, um, because of where I'm at with my team, I want to try to go one one runner and one pass catcher, right? That's where I'm kind of thinking. Um, I'm still not taking tight end. If I was going to consider why I would consider TJ Hawkinson here, but I think there's other ways to go. It's and, too late, right? You you missed the tight end run. Exactly. And I don't really want to take one in the fifth or the sixth. I think I'd rather wait till later in the draft to pick up a tight end. So, honestly... I'm going to go with my gut here, and everything I'm hearing out of camp is amazing. That It sounds like this guy's back. I'm going with Michael Thomas. Oh, God. We Uh-oh. got a fool Guess here. Guess who's back? Back. <laughs> but, hey. hey, it's not over. You get another pick yeah, right after pick, Michael yeah. Thomas. So hey. Explain your way through that. Yo, yeah. After so. last year with Jamar Chaser saying he can't catch the goddamn ball, I don't trust any training camp notes no. at all. You should never. No, I, I I just like that they're saying that his explosion's back. Like he, the injury is behind him now. Is what I'm hearing, and so I'm gonna take the risk. Has the slant god returned? That's what I'm. That's what I'm hoping. What was it? 2018. He was the wide receiver one. Yeah, overall or 2019, I think. It was one it, of those. It's 2022. Two yeah. Well, he had two really. You know, there he had a mental thing going on, then the injury, and then he's back though. I'm gonna believe in that right now. So. Now we're to again. I said I want to take a pass catcher and a runner, so I'm looking at running backs here. Um, you guys heard me. I've been all over it recently about Miles Sanders, but Miles Sanders is taking like second and third team reps right now in training camp, and that sucks. Who's taking first team? Uh, it's a mixture of like Gainwell and another guy. Like Miles Sanders is not at the top of his depth chart. I don't understand it. He, I think he's a great talent. Um, I don't know. So I'm gonna go a little farther down the list here. So yeah, AJ Dillon. There's Clyde Edwards-Helaire, who's sounds like he's doing okay in camp, but who knows? He can't stay healthy. No, it sounds like he's going to lose his goddamn job. I, I, it's there's from, so much from th- everything I've heard training camp wise. Everything it's I hear different things. I also hear that like um, the guy they, they won the draft. I can't remember what his name is right now. Isaiah Pacheco. Isaiah, yeah, Pacheco. Pacheco. Yeah, Pacheco. He's, whatever. Pacheco. Dude, wearing that number ten in the preseason. I'm just saying. Yeah, he looked. You know, he, he looked, looked good, good enough for me to send out some trade offers in Dynasty. Yeah, I got some test offers. Test the waters. Out. Test the waters. Yeah, I'm even offering next round draft picks, dude. I, you know, I think he's a guy worth taking a, a shot on and just seeing what happens. I don't know for whatever reason, I just kind of got that feeling. Like maybe it's just camp hype, and I'm getting you know bamboozled. But anyways, Tyler, yeah. who are you picking? Yeah, I'm I'm unsure. At the 601. At the 6 yeah, 601 spot. 
do you take a shot on someone like Kyler Murray sitting there still sixth round? You know, that's a, that's another consideration, but You're I welcome. think, I don't know, I, but I'm still, I'm still leaning towards a, a, a third, my third running back here. Okay. Um, I'm going to go back to the guy that I think is the clear talent in the backfield. Um, even though we're used to them seeing a committee, I'm going to go with Damian Harris. All right. Damian Harris, not worried about the trade rumors there in New England. Nope. Amari uh, Cooper goes right after him uh, to Team 11, who's just not having a great draft. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Stinky Fingers, you're up right after that pick. <clears throat> I won't make this very long. Uh, like we already said, if there's someone you like, then reach for him. Um, uh I forgot Jalen Hurts was still available, though. Uh, honestly, <laughs> at this point, I'm going to pass on Jalen Hurts, I'll be honest, because there's quarterbacks I love near the ninth, 10th rounds. Okay. So he is interesting. He's like my fifth recommendation right now, ADP-wise. But someone I really like this year um, playing for a quarterback who wants a very big new contract is Rashad Bateman. So I'm going to reach a little bit and take Rashad Bateman as my wide receiver four. I like Bateman. I like Bateman a lot. I would be interested in getting another running back right now, but it's either Miles Sanders or A.J. Dillon. And there are other running backs I'm interested in later in the draft. It's also Kenneth Walker, who I, you know, we all love Kenneth Walker, right? I like him as a talent for sure. Yeah. I still this think I still Penny's the guy me, in that backfield, but yeah. Uh, Penny is the guy, right? Until he gets injured, that's like the whole thing right. that we've been saying. So I'd rather take someone who I know for sure is going to get a majority of uh, targets in their offense. So I'm going to go with Rashad Bateman. All right, Trey goes Rashad Bateman. Then Clyde Edwards-Alaire goes Joe Burrow, Kyler Murray, Miles Sanders, A.J. Dillon. And now it's back to me. We already know who you're taking. <laughs> yeah, hey, can we take a, talk about Kyler Murray for a second? Sure. Would, would you guys draft him? Yes. Absolutely, especially if he fell to me at the, what is that, 606? Yeah. Yeah, middle of the sixth round. You know, you already got some stud running back receivers. Um, I'm totally happy making that pick. And I'm even more happy to make that pick. Uh, Jalen Hurts here at the 609. (laughs) You're welcome. Again, I already have my two running backs. I already have my receivers. I'm super happy taking Jalen Hurts in the upside here. What about your flex? What about it? I got Jalen Hurts as my quarterback, <laughs> and he's going to score you know, a lot of rushing And then it's actually funny how you said, like, it's really rare to see him come back to, like, this 6, 9, 10, or 11 spot, and he happened to do it in this draft. So. Did I not say it, though? Sixth round. I've been, I've been getting him sixth round Yeah, very consistently. He, he is definitely – if you want Jalen Hurts, you can get him in the sixth. All right. Uh, so after Jalen Hurts went TJ Hawkinson – DeAndre Hopkins. That seems early. Which is interesting. Then Darnell Mooney, Kareem Hunt, Dak Prescott, and Amon Ross St. Brown. Kareem Hunt doesn't even want to be in Cleveland anymore. Who the hell is drafting in the seventh round? (laughs) So now it's back up to me at the 704. Um, This is an interesting spot. You know, I feel like Kenneth Walker's ADP has just been rising significantly ever since Rashad Penny was dealing with that injury. Um, And I really like him as a talent. I just, I still think Rashad Penny's going to get a lot of run in this if he stays healthy. Um, I'm actually going to take a running back here. That's a little bit further down on the list, but I have a lot of faith in the talent. Uh, He is the RB1 on his team right now, and I think he will remain there. 
Uh, so I'm going to go ahead and take Chase Edmonds here at the 704. Oh, God. Well, there, there was two guys I was looking at. I was like, you son of a bitch. It's going to be one of them. All right. So my pick's up. So Jimbo chose Chase Edmonds. Very solid guy. And um, after that goes Russell Wilson, Kenneth Walker, Adam Thielen, Juju Smith, Drake London at the 709. So I'm right now I'm drafting at the 710 spot. I have four starting receivers, two starting running backs, in my opinion, <laughs> and Saquon Barkley and David Montgomery. I would like to draft another running back right now because um, if you've been listening to recent episodes, there are running back or tight ends that I do like later in the draft. There's only a couple of them, and it's a little bit of a risk for me to wait for them, but I'm going to wait for them. Same with quarterback. At this point, I've already punted quarterback, and I've already punted tight end. So I'm looking at these running backs. Oh, <laughs> and it's rough, baby. So we got Cordero Patterson, Tony Pollard, Devin Singletary, Rashad Penny, Melvin Gordon, James Cook, Ramondre Stevenson. Honestly, I'm like I, I really like his outlook this year. Uh, Michael Carter, Damian Pierce, and once again, I'm at the end of the turn. So I draft again in five picks. So I can kind of use this strategically and maybe take a receiver that I like and wait for one of the running backs that I like to come back around. But I'm just going to do it because we're seven rounds in. I'm just going to take Rashad Penny and hope that he stays healthy this year. Okay. Interesting. Rashad, it's weird because, I mean, you we had uh, Kenneth Walker just go a few picks ahead of him. So you can see... You know, Walker and Penny basically have identical ADPs right now, and it's like it's whatever your preferences and what you think is going to happen. Um, it's it's super confusing. No one knows what's really going to go on there, but uh, you can sell. No one else really knows either, so they're drafting the same spot. What sucks is these guys. Like, what was it a few weeks ago? They were in the eighth, ninth, tenth round. Yeah, but like, yeah, I think they're going in like the eighth or ninth, and yeah, they keep. They're it's another backfield just is steadily rising up the ADP board, ADP boards right now. So I don't know. Well, that's the offseason for you, though. There was plenty of trade rumors as far as them maybe getting Baker Mayfield, maybe getting Jimmy Garoppolo, which is still a possibility if he gets released. Sounds like they're not going to trade for Jimmy G. But what I thought was most interesting is that for the most part, these ADPs all offseason, Rashad Penny was above Kenneth Walker. And in the last week or so, things must have just flipped where yeah, Kenneth Walker yeah. has a higher ADP than him, which I totally understand because we all love Kenneth Walker on this podcast but Rashad Penny I mean I know injury history it's so hard to overlook but goddamn he looks so good All and right. I'm willing to take that flyer so Cordell Patterson went right after Trey's Rashad Penny pick Tyler who are you taking at 712 alright so I think I'm still in a position where I can take you know the best player available um, I don't think I want to take a quarterback at this point I think at this you know all the good ones have been taken if someone like Russell Wilson would have fallen to this point, I might have considered him there. But there I got, I have Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Matthew Stafford. I think I can wait on that. Let's be real. We're all waiting on them quarterbacks. Yeah. We're all and, doing it. And same thing with the tight ends. I don't love drafting a tight end in this position based on who's available. You know, Dallas Goddard, Dawson Knox. So I'm looking at running back and receiver again. And this is probably a little early, but I know you fuckers are going to try to take him. So I'm going to take Damian Pierce. Whoa! I know it's ah. I know it's early, but 
this dude is going to be the clear number one back in this in this offense. It looks like. I mean, he. Everyone saw the report. He averaged over nine yards of carry in his first preseason game. And I know it's a preseason game, but that's crazy. Um, but he just the talent's there. So I'm, and he's going to be the, the RB one. So I'm going to take the risk on him here. Um, and I'm honestly, I'm super happy about it. So Tyler takes his fourth running back, Damian Pierce, at the back of the seventh. Now beginning of the eighth, who are you taking? So I'm going back to to receiver here, and there's a lot of interesting guys that to consider. Um, Gabe Davis is at the top, which I don't. I'm not big on Gabe Davis this year. I'm not sure about you guys, but I nope. just he had one. He had an amazing end of the season. He had a, a crazy historic playoff game with four touchdowns. But I'm not going to bank on that. You know, rolling over into the season. So then you have guys like Traylon Burks, rookie. I I, don't, I prefer the other guys I have that are available ahead of him or right behind him as well. We have Elijah Moore, Devontae Smith, Hunter Renfro, Brandon Ayuk, Tyler Lockett. Those are all guys I would take over Traylon Burks at this point. Okay. So. I agree. Now I don't know who I'm going to go with. I'm, it's, it's those guys. Elijah Moore kind of scares me just because the quarterback position in, the, in New York. Sure. So that one's gone. I'm a Devontae Smith believer. I think we're going to see... Uh, Talent-wise, to me, Elijah Moore, I think, is at the top of that list of the guys that you just mentioned. Yeah, but, and, and I agree that. But I agree with the quarterback. The quarterback stuff. situation scares me, so I'm not going that way. I like Devontae Smith's talent. I think we're also going to see a big jump from Jalen Hurts this year, which should help. Plus, Devontae Smith is now no longer the sole receiver to worry about in, in Philly, so I like that. Hunter Renfro is you know the new Wes Welker, Wes Welker in the out of the slot, so He's always going to have production, especially in this offense. Can I cut in for a second? Yeah. Just uh, real quick. So if you wanted Hunter Renfro, you wouldn't have to be worried about me taking him because I already have Devontae Adams. It's just like a little draft strategy. It's like, yeah. why, why would someone draft two receivers from the same team that high? You know, so if I was thinking about Hunter Renfro, I'd almost like even wait for him. But, you know. The thing is, I don't know if Hunter Renfro would make it all the way back down. I mean, that's another probably wouldn't, 20, yeah. you know, three picks. So he probably doesn't make it around, and I just I, I like him honestly. I think he's gonna Good have point. a big year after last year. Um, so I'm gonna go with Hunter Renfro here. Oh, I love it. Okay, Tyler goes Hunter Renfro, then Gabe Davis goes right after him. Now Trey's up uh, at the 803. Yeah, Hunter Renfro. I love that pick. I love, I love the faith. Um, there's a couple of tight ends. Or Dallas Goder is being recommended to me, but like I said plenty of times on this podcast once you get into this area i'm probably gonna wait until the ninth or tenth round draft a tight end same with a quarterback right now at this point i'm going for receivers and running backs and at this point running backs that are available there are a couple i do like i'd rather snag receivers that are more surefire and kind of along the same clip that jimbo was on here i really like elijah moore I don't really care about the quarterback situation. Last year, he had a rookie quarterback. Still had some very impressive games. It's really between him. I will say most of those impressive games came when Zach Wilson was not playing. But Yeah, with Mike White. I remember Mike White. He still made the plays. So Yeah, the white way. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And Brandon Ayuk. Honestly, I, I saw enough out of Brandon Ayuk last year that and I'm confident enough in my starting roster right now that I'm going to start taking a little bit of flyers. Yeah. And I'm going to Brandon Ayuk. Yeah, he's creeping up in ADP, um, which I, I I figured he probably would. Um, I, I still like the talent, you know. 
but it's uh who knows what's gonna happen there in in Shanahan town. Um so Trey goes Bra- uh Brandon Ayuk at the eight oh three, then Traylon Burks goes, uh Dallas Godair, Tony Pollard, Devontae Smith, Devin Singletary, and now I am up at the eight oh nine. And it's Devonta Smith. Devonta? What did I say? Tay? Yeah. Well you guys had corrected me all on podcast, <laughs> so I figured I would um, tribute. And so I'm up at the eight oh nine. Um I have Derek Henry, James Connor, Chase Edmonds, uh Debo Samuel, Corton Sutton, Allen Robinson, and Jalen Hurts. So where I'm looking here is really upside players. I know I still got to take a tight end. Um, I can probably do that on my next pick if it's something I want to address. Um, here, we already talked about him. You know, I like the talent. Elijah Moore um, is someone I'll take here in the eighth round as an upside player. I think he's a stud. I think he'll have a really good year. Melvin Gordon goes right after him, then Tyler Lockett, Chris Olave, Christian Kirk, Garrett Wilson, and then Alan Lazard. What a run on receivers. So a little run on receivers. We still have um, a bunch of tight ends left um, that were there in my last pick as well. So good thing I didn't reach on one of those guys um, and took a, a an upside receiver. Now looking at um, kind of the field and what's available, I'm actually going to take a running back here that I am rising on, and that is James Cook. A lot of reports out of camp is that he is excelling in the pass catching role, and I expect him to do that. Um, I want a piece of this high-powered offense, arguably the best offense in the league, the Buffalo Bills. So I'm going to take James Cook in the ninth round here as a as an upside running back there rather than taking a shot on one of those tight ends. I'll, I'll fill that void later in the draft. Um, right after my James Cook pick went Tom Brady, Zach Ertz, Aaron Rodgers, Dawson Knox, and then Sky Moore right in front of Trey's face there ah. in the ninth round. And so now at the 9-10, where are you looking to pivot to? Oh, there's a player I've been having my eyes on because I'm a little thin at running back. I feel very confident about my receivers because my running backs are Saquon Barkley, Dave Montgomery, and Rashad Penny. Two of those players, Saquon Saquon Barkley, sorry, and Rashad Penny are notoriously injury prone. So I would like to get another running back. Um, And right now, a running back around the ADP that I'm at right now is available who was near the top and a lot of interesting stats last year as far as uh, yards after contact, broken tackles, elusive rating, things like that. And that would be Ramondre Stevenson on New England. Yeah, I love the pick. So I'm taking Ramondre Stevenson. And also, once again, I'm near the end of the turn. I'm at the 10th pick. So I'm only waiting four more picks to pick someone else that I will hopefully get here in a second. Who knows, man? If if Damian Harris ends up being traded, you might have just gotten – the Patriots starting running back at the back of the ninth round. So, yeah. And he's more than it's capable. It's a good pick. We've seen it. He's more than capable for to sure. be that guy. The talent is there for sure. Uh, then Matthew Stafford went right after Ramon J. Stevenson. Now Tyler's up at the back of the ninth. Yeah. So my team's really balanced right now. I have four running backs and four wide receivers. 
um, in the ninth and looking at what's around, uh, quarterback and tight ends are getting thin. So this is where where I'm looking at for both these these next two picks. Don't you do it, you son uh, of a bitch. You know I am, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you already know I am. So just to break Trey's heart, I'm taking Derek Carr. Oh, okay. Over Trey Lance. If you Over make Trey the Lance. next pick, you're literally taking the two guys I'm taking for. <laughs> I probably am. There goes one of them. Who's right, the other? So guy? I'm going Derek Carr. Um, over I like him over Trey Lance. I just I can't trust that he's going to put. It together. I know he has the running capability, but I just can't trust it. You have Kirk Cousins there, who's super consistent, but the upside of what Derek Carr has in uh, Las Vegas this year is just too good to pass up. So now going to the tight end, as I said, um, it's getting thin, and I'm probably taking Trey Scott here as well because I know we're both big on him. Um, and I'm going to go with Pat Fryermuth. You son <laughs> of a bitch. And the only concern I have with that is I also have Deontay Johnson. And so they're both going to be my starting lineup. So that's a little concerning. But yeah, I like the upside of Fryermuth, So, And that that is a lesson to be learned by anyone listening that um, <laughs> I was punting quarterback. And right now, quarterbacks are thin that are left after Derek Carr and Matthew Stafford being picked in the, the recent picks. All right, so at the beginning, basically the beginning of the 10th, uh, Pat Fryermuth, Tyler just picked, Robert Woods went right after that. Is that late enough for you to take a shot on Trey Lance? It's not. I don't want him at all. Um, <laughs> I will just say for the sake of this podcast that I would take the shot on Trey Lance here. I'd rather have Kirk Cousins or Tua. I'll be completely honest, and Tua? even Matt Ryan. Tua? <laughs> Tua did good last year. Like, he give had me, some good give weeks. Give me the upside. You know what I'm like, okay, You're arguing about either a floor or a ceiling there. Like Trey Lance has the ceiling to really finish as a top-five quarterback um, this year just based off his rushing ability alone. I know there's a lot of question marks, but you, ha- I, I feel like as a fantasy football player, you've already punted the position – you know, why not take a shot on a high ceiling guy? Probably has the highest ceiling of all quarterbacks that are left, certainly, uh, in this draft, in my opinion. I might. It's someone I'm considering. There are other quarterbacks I like more. I understand where you're coming from, but at this sure, point, it's that all means, preference, but that's just my preference, is what I'm saying. But that means I would have to draft two quarterbacks, which is like the bane of me doing anything fantasy wise. <laughs> sure. That sounds horrible. I mean, so right now we're in the tenth round, and why can't I scroll down? What are we doing? Fifteen rounds? Yeah, five uh, bench. Uh, no, well, we have you have four more picks. So, oh, so we're going thirteen rounds. Yep. Fuck. Yeah. So I definitely uh, punted quarterback a little too hard, <laughs> and you might have kind of convinced me on trade last year. Just with the upside, because at this point, the quarterbacks I'm looking at are probably going to be available in free agency. So, mm. I think you're the last team that doesn't have a quarterback as well. So, let's see here. I it looks like I am besides one. Nope. Um. Yep. I am besides Team Six, who is three picks behind me, and they're probably going to take Trey Lance. You know. And there's no running backs. Oh, God, I do like Michael Carter, though, this year. Ten seconds. Ten seconds, yeah. You know what? Fuck it. I'll take Trey Lance. 
<laughs> so I sold I sold Trey Trey. Uh now Isaiah Spiller goes right after Trey Lance pick, Kirk Cousins, Chase Claypool, Tua, and then Mike Gasicki. It's honestly it's a good thing you took a quarterback because there was not anything coming back to you. So yeah, now, Kirk and Tua, the guys I liked. Yeah. They got picked right after me. So now I'm up. Um one position I haven't addressed yet is tight end. Um there's players like Kadarius Tony. Michael Carter, Russell Gage, James Robinson, Ronald Jones, Marquez Valdez-Scanling still on the board. Um, but I think at this point I, I'm willing to take a stab on a guy at the position that I like, and that is someone that I think we all like, is Cole Komet uh, based off the talent. God damn it. And the opportunity. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go ahead and, and take that shot here um, and grab my tight end. So now James Robinson, Russell Gage, Michael Carter, uh, MVS, Ronald Jones, and Rashad White all go after my tight end pick there. Um, So now I'm back here. um, And because we did have kickers in defense in this mock draft in this league. Actually, there's no kicker spot on our rosters. There isn't? Nope. Just defense? Just defense. Okay, so instead of having one more upside pick, I actually have two, which I like. Um, So at this point in the draft, we are at uh, 11.04. I am looking for upside potential. And one guy, you know, I do like uh, Tyler Agir, um, George Pickens, um, Naeem Hines. And someone that I just think has the athletic ability that's um, elite, unlike some of these other guys that are still left here, is Kadarius Tony. And so I'm going to go ahead and take him here uh, at the back of the draft. And just someone that really can put up crazy fantasy games um, that a lot of other guys can't at this point. And so I like Kadarius Tony. Um, here at the back of the draft. Then Tyler Boyd went, Michael Gallup, uh, Alexander Madison, Jarvis Landry, Daryl Henderson, right before Trey's pick. And now Trey's up at the 11-10. So before I make my pick, let me ask you, Big Irby, if I wouldn't chose Ramondre Stevenson, would you have chosen? Um, no. My, it's two rounds ago, basically. No, because I still, at that point, I really wanted to get a quarterback and a tight end because they were getting thin, so I would have let them alone. See, and that's why you got to pay attention, folks, because I was not to quarterbacks. I'm just so used to mock drafting. I was like, yeah, I'll get Ramondre, and then it's going to swing around, and I'll get Derek Carr or Matthew Stafford, but they got chose literally the two picks after me. So, in hindsight, I definitely would have rather had Derek Carr than Ramondre Stevenson or Pat Fryermuth, to be honest. So, anyways, let me get past my regrets. And um, at this point, like kind of like Jim was saying, you're taking like flyers, people high upside guys, and I really like what I've seen out of George Pickens, who seems to be the wide receiver two in Pittsburgh. Other guys in that area that are interesting to me would be like Julio Jones, a little bit after him. Rondell Moore, because I'm a huge fucking sucker, and I still, (laughs) (laughs) I still believe in him, I still do. But I would rather take that upside pick and go with uh, George Pickens from Pittsburgh. So I'm gonna take George Pickens, and when it comes back around, 
uh, around my shitty quarterback tight end situation out. <laughs> All right. Uh, Trey takes George Pickens, then Hunter Henry goes. Now Tyler's up at the back of the 11th. Yeah. And so, as you guys said, we're looking at upside here. I get back to back picks. So I get my choice of guys. So um, I'm going to go with Tyler Algier. Um, I think there's a very good chance he ends up being the RB1 in Atlanta this year. Um, so I'm going to take that because he has the upside. I'm also going to go with Romeo, James's guy. Are you fucking kidding me? Nope. He had to type it I in. I was like, Romeo is 100% going to get back to me. Nope. I'm going with Romeo Dubs. Oh, my God. Because uh, they have both upside, and they both have potential to be the you know, running Inter- back and receiver one in their in their offenses. Interesting note here. Christian Watson is still on the board, and you went Romeo. Why? Uh, Romeo's the one who's getting all the hype. Because we all know the truth. I'll tell you what. I, I watched a lot of these guys' tape uh, in college, and I was really, really impressed with Romeo Dobbs. Dobbs. Like, I was like, he can literally come into the league and – and if he's doing what he's doing here in college, like he he might uh, be a stud right from the get go. How Dubs, Dubs, Dobbs. It's Dobbs. Subtle it. I like Dubs, but it's I like pronounced Dobbs or Dubs. Yeah. So we got four pronunciations. <laughs> yeah. Naeem Hines goes right after Tyler's Romeo Dobbs pick, <laughs> um, and I like Naeem Hines too. I think he's going to be a lot more involved this year. Uh, so now Trey is up at the 1203. So basically I have two picks left. I would get a tight end and a defense. I punted tight ends and I'm not interested in really anyone that's available. It's pretty much at this point, just kind of taking a flyer on somebody. So I'd rather choose a defense that I really like. It is interesting because this never happens that we're going into like the last round here. Like obviously you have two picks. There hasn't been a defense taken yet. And no. even even the computers usually jump on that, you know. Someone time. in your home leagues will will take a defense like <laughs> yeah. way too early. It's almost guaranteed, which is good for you. And I'm going to take what has been proving me right for the last three years <laughs> is undoubtedly one of the best, most consistent defenses in fantasy football in the last four years. Uh, 2018 finished as number five. 2019 number one. 2020, number 17, little fall off. 2021, number two defense, the New England Patriots. <laughs> oh, old Bill. Old Bill. Uh, then after Trey's defensive pick goes Jameson Williams, Martha Mack, Alberto, uh, Christian Watson, Rondell Moore. And now I am up um, on my last kind of upside pick here before I'm forced to put a defense on my roster. Um, <laughs> and I'm going to go with a running back that I've really liked since he entered the league pass catching specialist. I think he could be more involved than that. He saw a lot of red zone opportunities last year. Um, and I'm going to go with Kenneth Gainwell here at the 1209. Um, probably, probably gain less this year. Someone, yeah. in my opinion, Kenneth Gainwell is someone you should be targeting at the end of your drafts all day. Um, I really like him as a player. Right after that went Irv Smith at tight end, um, then Jahan Dotson, Justin Fields, uh, Buffalo Bills, Dallas Cowboys, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Now I'm forced to take a defense and... Quit being so unwilling. It's part of the goddamn game. I guess I will go with... I'll give you an upside defense that I think is going to be 
elite this year, and this is not a homer pick. This is a team that has um, really focused on um, improving their defense all around, and they literally have studs um, all over the field. It's the Green Bay Packers. I think their defense is going to be elite this year. Um, so I'm taking them with my last pick. Los Angeles Rams, LA Chargers, 49ers, Colts, Ravens all go after that. Now Trey's up on the board, still doesn't have a tight end. Uh, before I say this about a defense that I think is worth grabbing, um, you might as well just say it, Irby. What defense are you grabbing? Saints. Okay. A team I think has major upside, that's a good defense too, is the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, they were very competitive last year, produced good points for people, and they've only added more. And they're also in a somewhat weak division. So um, if you're looking for a defense, look at the Philadelphia Eagles. If I can't get the Patriots this year, I want the Eagles defense. There's a couple others that I do like, like the Dolphins. Um, but at this point, I'm being forced to draft a tight end because I punted it so goddamn hard. And I knew this guy would be available. And he's the only one I even want at this point. Right now, I'm looking at, for available tight ends, David Njoku, Noah Fant, Tyler Higby, Hayden Hurst, Gerald Everett, Robert Tanyan, Austin Hooper. And I'm going to go with David Njoku, someone that I know pretty surely is going to play 90-plus percent of snaps for their team, which is what you want when a tight end is as a baseline for a tight end is someone who's going to be on the goddamn field. <laughs> So I'm going to take David Njoku, and that will round out my team. I like the pick, but can I also say real quick, just someone that I'm rising on at the position is Hayden Hurst uh, in Cincinnati. He's been getting a lot of good reports out of camp. He's connected to one of the best quarterbacks in the league, Joe Burrow, uh, a a high-end offense. So Hayden Hurst is someone else that I've been rising on a lot. If you're punting the position, I think he's someone worth taking a shot on. Tyler, your last pick. I already said I'm going with the Saints. They've been a top 10 defense the last three years running. They're getting uh, healthier this year, plus they brought in guys like Tyron Matthew, who we know is just a game changer and seems to improve every defense he's ever on. So I'm going with the New Orleans Saints as the last pick of the draft. All righty. That'll close out the draft. Let's each go through our teams and kind of decide who's got the best roster. Uh I might have lost this one, but let's see what happens. (laughs) All right, Trey, you want to say your roster's name first? Your roster first? All right, fine. Ah, fuck. Are we going to start with quarterback? Because I fucked up with the quarterback position for sure. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so my quarterback is Trey Lance. Got him in the 10th round. That's hey. That's okay, dude. Telling you. Don't try to make me feel better. (laughs) If he pops, like, you're not going to, you wouldn't be upset any longer. Like, he has that upside. Uh, I'd rather have the consistent guy. I'd rather have the consistent proven guy. But um, either or, there are guys I could probably get off of waivers if Trey Lance doesn't hit. So, yeah, i got Trey Lance at quarterback. My running backs are Saquon Barkley, David Montgomery, Rashad Penny, and Ramondre Stevenson. My wide receivers are Devontae Adams, Mike Williams, Chris Godwin, Rashad Bateman. Goddamn, sounds pretty good so far, doesn't it? <laughs> uh, and George Pickens. My tight end is David Njoku, and my defense is the Patriots. I feel great about everything but my quarterback situation. All right. uh, My starting lineup is Jalen Hurts at quarterback, Derrick Henry, James Conner, Debo Samuel, Cortland Sutton, Cole Komet at tight end, Allen Robinson in the flex, and the Packers at 
defense. Uh, on the bench, I have Chase Edmonds, Elijah Moore, James Cook, Kadarius Tony, and Kenneth Gainwell. And oh. that, folks, is the best roster. Tyler, who do you got? <laughs> uh, your wide receivers are shaky. Dude, I, so are your running backs. Really? I, I have to admit, I really love my team, guys. Um, all right, so I'm starting with Derek Carr, that quarterback. Joe Mixon and Nick Chubb are my starting running backs. Deontay Johnson, Michael Pittman at receiver. Pat Fryermuth at tight end. Um, right now, Michael Thomas is my flex. So I probably put Hunter Renfro there to begin the season just to make sure. Saints are rolling out defense on my bench. I have Damian Harris, Damian Pierce, and Tyler Algier as my backup running backs. Um, a lot of high upside there. And then, again, on the bench for receivers, I am ro- ro- uh, wrapping this up with Romeo Dubs, who's also a very high-end guy. So I got a lot of potential on the bench, and I love my starters, honestly. I have the best team. My <laughs> you quor- don't even like your own team. <laughs> yeah. I don't like my quarterback. I have the best team. All of James's guys are no matter No matter what happens in a mock draft, we will always all think we have the best team. So yep. you let us know who has the best team. Your Again, running backs suck. Your, they don't suck, but they're all questionable. Okay, your you wide know, receivers, they could not hit. You know, I Debo really, Samuel is the wide receiver, too, from last year. And besides that, (laughs) after that. I think we should talk about this Team 11 team real quick because this thing is absurd. So at quarterback, they have Jalen Hurts and Matthew Stafford. They don't have Jalen Hurts. I have Jalen Hurts. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Justin Herbert. The fuck? (laughs) Sorry, my bad. They have Justin (laughs) Herbert and Matthew Stafford. They're starting running backs. They have three running backs total. Brees Hall, Cordero Patterson, and Naheem Hines. That's all they have. Yeah, don't do that. Running back. Our receivers are CeeDee Lamb, Hollywood Brown, Amari Cooper, Robert Woods. And then they picked up Gabe Kelsey. Davis. Don't forget about Gabe oh, Davis. Sorry, Gabe. Oh, where is he at? Yeah, he's Gabe Davis. Oh, there he is. Okay. Um, and then you have Kelsey and Henry at your tight end. The issue with that is you're basically punting the running back position. and But they didn't even get like that good of receivers, though, either. No, because they went tight end and quarterback in the second and third round. That team's garbage. That is a strategy I would not recommend. <laughs> um, you know... I guess it could pay off in the end, but CeeDee Lamb in the first round, to me, is too high. Yeah, much. I'm okay with, with Kelsey in the second. I get it if uh, you think he'll, you know, uh, finish as the tight end one again and uh, really give your team that advantage. But then going quarterback in the third round right after that and not taking a running back to the fourth round could absolutely tank your team. Yeah. And it's, I think if you're taking a quarterback that early, there's no reason to be drafting a backup quarterback as well. Correct. You shouldn't feel the need to do that. Yeah. What about Team 5, though? They have three potential top 10 receivers. Yeah, this is a perfect uh, almost zero RB. Like A lot of people like to define zero RB as not taking a running back till the seventh round. Um, I think it could be pushed a little earlier than that, like, for example, this team went Cooper Cup, Tyreek Hill, Mike Evans the first three rounds, then Darren Waller. Then they took J.K. Dobbins and A.J. Dillon in the two rounds to follow that. You know, um, you have three stud receivers. You have a stud tight end. Um, you're just hoping those running backs hit. J.K. Dobbins and A.J. Dillon. And they could do enough for your team to win games because uh, your your receivers could really separate you. But – it's a risk, you know. Just like anything with fantasy football, though, it is a risky strategy, but it could pay off. Yeah, and honestly, if you're the the team in like that fifth or sixth position, and you do go receiver in the first round, the no running back 
strategy is probably a really strong one at that point because you're going to miss out all the top running backs anyways. So you might as well punt the position. Yeah. And take elite receivers, right? Unlike team 11. Yeah. <laughs> Horrible. They're by far the worst team I've seen in a mock draft. In yeah. A while. I just don't under like, I don't know what the, like what computer was doing that, but man, they are all over the place. <laughs> well, that'll do it uh, for this mock draft. Um, we appreciate you all listening and catch us on Twitter at the FF fathers. Uh, we will be continuing to put out uh, episodes in the near future, um, discussing everything that's relevant to the draft season that is now basically upon us. Um, so hit us up on Twitter, uh, like, and subscribe if you feel so gracious and give us a, a nice rating. And comment on Twitter and tell them how I have the best team. <laughs> yeah, let us know who has the best team. It is me. It's uh, not. But I am him. But that and he is I. <laughs> <laughs> we will catch you all next time. Appreciate y'all listening. Later. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>